Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the house. Join us. You're just in time for the Hootenanny. Broadcasting live at Sanderson Ford for the 61st annual Hootenanny Sale. doesn't put a tap in your toe and a smile on your face, nothing will. That was great. That was Maddie, Rennell, Aspen, and Bree. And that little lead violin you heard is Aspen, and she's eight? Seven. Man, oh, man. She was lighting those strings up. That's great, girls. That's the Arizona Wildflowers family from... Casa Grande drove up this morning to join us at our live broadcast at Sanderson Ford. These are some some uh, friends that Jennifer found. Where did I, you find these girls? You know, I think Susan, our uh, rep in Tucson, passed them our way, and I, I had no idea how wonderfully accomplished they are. They've won all kinds of awards, all kinds of competitions. They perform in public almost every weekend, and they're just a delight to be with. The family has seven children. Two of them are, are moved out. We've got the four they're playing and a little four-year-old who's going to join us, make his debut today, and a two-year-old. And wait, waits to be seen if they're going to all be musicians, but it only stands to get better. They're so young and they're so accomplished and already. They'll, they'll be playing on the Sanderson Ford stage here next to the showroom to celebrate the Hootin' Nanny 64th anniversary sale. They're playing for two hours from 11 till 1. They'll also have free hot dogs during that time. And until that time, 9 until 11, we have a number of items to give away for any of our listeners that stop by the Rosie on the House promotion booth here at Sanderson Ford. We're on the north side of the show. We have Arizona Highways calendars. We've got the Arizona Highways camping guide, their official fishing guide. We've got Arizona State Parks passes. We've got a signed copy of Boots and Burgers by Arizona's Roger Naylor, Arizona Handbook for Hungry Hikers, and uh, we have d Sweet Tickets. We'll be giving them out Ooh. in five sets of two so we'll take five couples to the arizona diamondbacks in the ktar suite on may 9th so those are, you have to stop by and ask for those come up to the booth we've got lance here we've got joanna here just come up and say hey we're we're d-backs fans and we're looking to go and if you have car buying on your to-do this weekend you can just grab any local paper and flip to the back or the front yeah. and it's got the list of all the hootenanny sales 
offerings that are happening here at Sanderson Ford today. Ford Explorers for under $28, $10,000 off Expeditions, F-150s, uh, 0% interest for 72 months. I mean, the list goes on and on. If you're looking for a vehicle, it should be a Ford vehicle. Yeah, and if you're looking for a Ford vehicle, it should be Sanderson Ford. And there's nowhere in the state of Arizona you couldn't get to Sanderson Ford today before they close and drive away in your brand new whatever fill in the blank Ford. This will be the funnest day to buy a new car. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you get here by 11, uh, you get to hear the Arizona wildflowers that you heard performing at the beginning of the segment. That's not the only thing that's happened in Glendale this week. Uh, there is... What you got? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Follow me here. Okay. The Arizona Water Association has an annual conference, and they've been doing it for years. But new to it is a new event called Hydrant Hysteria, where municipalities like uh, practice assembling fire hydrants. You know, I didn't realize it, but it's the cities that are responsible for keeping those up, so it, there ever is a need for the fire department to come on site they've got an operating fire hydrant that's working well the fire department doesn't maintain those it's the city that maintains the hydrants and they've put together this hydrant heist hysteria and the city of glendale led by the coach tony layton who is the water service senior technician you get a coach and you get two actual uh contestants that are putting it together carlos venezuela and james buddy naples put together a fire hydrant which consists of about 45 parts and about 10 different tools and one minute and 21 seconds. No way. And they are now going to be attending the National Hydrant Hysteria in Denver in June. So we'll have an update on how our, how our Glendale boys do it, the National Hydrant Hysteria. That would be a sight to behold. <laughs> I wonder if you get a plaque for that. Do you, you like the city get, get a plaque hang up for that? We're the Hydrant Hysteria champions. It might be a water meter and a dog. A water, a water hydrant and a dog. I don't know. And we've got a lot of follow-up to do on a lot of questions we've gotten in all week long. And we're taking your calls here on home improvement, home remodeling, and home maintenance. Now, with all those things we're giving away, Romy, did you also know Neil Schrock said we could give away the car they gave him when he retired? <laughs> he looks kind of surprised by it. Oh, you hurt his heart. <laughs> oh, man. Well, one of the questions we've got this week was from someone that's interested in solar, and they're wondering, with all the manipulation of rates from the utility companies, from... Uh, is it still worth it to look at solar? In particular, this question focuses specifically on solar water heating. And I can tell you that looking at solar as a photovoltaic power supply at your house becomes fairly complicated. But there's hardly a house in Arizona that solar water heating doesn't make sense. Virtually every home should have a solar water heater at the very least. So if you're contemplating solar, you'll need to get with a trustworthy installation contractor and have them take a look at what they can do for you for photovoltaic 
installing power to your house. But don't stop there. Take a look at the water heating. It will pay for itself virtually every time on the great majority of homes throughout Arizona. It's one place solar does give you a fairly quick return on investment. So that's my piece when it comes to solar water heating. <laughs> and if you'd like to ask your question, you can e- call one 767 4348 That's one 4 You can text questions to 411-923. You can also text to 411-923 during the broadcast. If you've got questions, we'll field them and take calls. We've got a great topic coming up in the 10 o'clock hour, Quartz versus Granite. But when we're out on location, you, we just you got to go with the flow, and sometimes the flow brings in heavy hitters like Tim. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm heavy, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here. Uh, it's good to see you, sir. Rosie, uh, God bless you, Ben. Thank well, God you're here. Well, amen. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're amongst the breathing here. Yeah. It's uh, look, What a story, but uh, it's great to see you in person and, and know you're doing okay. Well, a lot, of, a lot of scary moments, but really, Tim, the scariest thing was I... I I never saw a bright light. Oh, really? Well, that's kind of <laughs> concerning. It just wasn't his time. Yeah. Yeah. Are your dues all paid yeah, up? Did you check your registration? Did you get? Do you have the right? Do you have to have the right password? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That'll be it. I don't know. We won't I'm, get into heaven because I'm, we don't have the right I'm, login. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a new, I'm a seeker at a new level. I'll oh, tell you that. I tell you what. You know what? I was, I was listening to John in the last hour, and I thought, Rosie, you are a human. Um, uh, manifestation of Bermuda grass. We just can't kill you. <laughs> it's funnier now that you're here, right? Well, I I heard the doctors. I was on my back, kind of half conscious, and I heard the doctors tell Jennifer, "Well, you better call the kids and the grandkids. We've oh, done all we you can." You heard do. them say that, really? And so that's oh. when I decided to wake up. That's it. That's good for you. That's stubborn guy. Yeah. For any of our listeners that uh, haven't found it uh, or are in a different market in Tucson, this is Tim Hattrick. Yeah. Tim Ben and uh, Tim Ben and Brooke on right. KNIX in the morning. So my daughter, she, I, there's only a few stations. I'll let her play on the way to the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Then, then she can pick when she gets on the bus. They've got their own music they listen to. But uh, we often. Uh, get to the bus stop as y'all are talking about the confession session that's exactly. coming up. So. Yeah, <laughs> we we try to keep it family friendly, and that's and always a a great compliment when people say they listen with their kids in the car. So, yeah. and we had a, a and I'm gonna I, I we'd think everyone just knew this, but we had a Jen in our office looked at me this week and she goes, "What are you talking about? Tim Hattrick is gonna be there." She's like, "Wait." You mean that's the same Tim from Tim and Willie? I'm like, <laughs> that's right. How, how did you not know this? But I guess maybe she's just, just young enough that that well, didn't all connect. You've been KNIX, Camel, yep. KRDE, and now back at KNIX. Exactly. It's been, uh, I tell people I haven't had a good radio career. I've had about five of them. But uh, <laughs> a long time ago it was, it was about 30 years with uh, the Tim and Willie show. In fact, we started in Tucson. We loved it down there. Yeah. And uh, did our own little statewide network for a little while. And then. Willie decided to hang up his headphones. He's doing great. He lives in Prescott, and uh, he golfs every day. He says every day is a Saturday. I'm, like, kind of jealous about that. But uh, I was just about to man. say, so you just told me he was he lived better than you did. He does live better than me. 
He caught. <laughs> it's funny when I was about to go back on KNIX, and I was I was going to have two new partners, uh, Ben Brooke, uh, uh, Ben Campbell, and Brooke Hoover. I said, I felt the need to call him and ask him if if he if was okay, okay with that. <laughs> kind of like an ex-husband might call his ex-wife, you know, and say, "I'm getting remarried. Are you cool?" And he was like, "I'm fine with that." He goes, "By the way, I just got another hole in one." I'm like, "Willie, wait a minute. You got a second hole in one?" He goes, "No, it's my third. So I hung up on it. Holy oh, cow. Well, thanks for coming down. Uh, we'll have Tim. We'll, what's your schedule here? You can hang on for I'm, another break. I'm here for the Hootenanny, man. Are you kidding? I wanted to get here before the crowd. So uh, I'm going to check out all these great. I gotta, I'm actually, I'm driving away today with, with a brand new Sanderson Ford. There you go. Right. What you, I, you know what else? Somebody who comes down here Niels? for the Hootenanny. <laughs> if you come down here today while we're here, Ben's going to be here a little later. Sometime between 11 and 1. Somebody is going to drive away with a brand new Sanderson Ford. Of course, you have to buy it. They will sell it to you, but they'll make you a good deal on it. <laughs> and I tell you what, have you seen the deals? If you grab the paper, just fold yeah. over to the back. They've got Ford Focuses for under fourteen thousand. Yeah. They've got Ford Fusions for under nineteen thousand, as well as Ford Escapes, uh, Ford Explorers for under thirty at twenty seven nine. You've got Ford Expeditions ten thousand dollars off the Ford Expeditions, and then these F one fifties. They've got zero percent financing. For 72 months. That's today for the Hootenanny sale. 64 years in the making to bring and, us where we are today. And the Arizona Wildflowers? I was yeah. I was listening to them driving in thinking, that reminds me of the first time I saw the Dixie Chicks. It really does. Yeah. Oh, I, I did. <laughs> there are more of them, the Wildflowers, and they're a little cuter than the Dixie Chicks were. Sweeter, but, too, I imagine. Yeah, sweeter. Yeah. They are nice. Better behaved. Better behaved, right. Yeah. And that's all here at Sanderson Ford. They'll be playing at 11 o'clock. And if car buying's on your to-do this weekend, it's got to be today at the Hootenanny sale because Sanderson Ford never open on Sunday. 51st Avenue, south of Glendale Avenue at Maryland Avenue. You can come in off the back on Grand Avenue as well. You're going to see a lot of these Rangers on the road. Oh, that, yeah. That's yeah a, they're that cool. Good, that's that's a good probably going to be my next one. Oh, oh from, I think I'll go from the F-150 to the Ranger for the gas mileage for my daily commute. I always wonder, Tim, when you're hanging around the house, do you listen to country music or are you just so done with it by the time your broadcast is over, you you just completely silence? I absolutely do. I do. I have uh, I have a playlist on my, i got to plug it, my Heart Radio app with uh, all the new stuff and then, uh, then the 90s stuff. And I like, music to me is like food. I like it all. And I never stop eating it. So obviously, uh, but yeah, no, I listen to country music all the time. Who are some of your favorites right now? Well, I, I really like uh, these guys that are kind of have the flavor of the '90s country back. You know, uh, like uh, um, uh, Midland is a group. Uh, in fact, they've got Arizona ties. Their lead singer Mark is from uh, Southern Arizona, and they're a three-person group, and they sound a little bit like Dwight Yoakam slash Brooks and Dunn. In fact, they're, Brooks and Dunn have this great album out now where they take all of their biggest hits and they record them with today's stars, Luke Combs and, uh, and, and so forth. And it's, a real, it's called uh, Reboot, so I'd uh, recommend that. I like Luke Combs. Luke Combs is another guy who's an up-and-comer, just writes these great songs and has a great voice. Uh, but uh, it's all good, yeah. Jennifer and I got caught in a time warp two weeks ago flipping channels. Time Life was doing a 
30 CD collection oh, right, yeah. of the 70s. It was Johnny Cash yes. and Waylon Jennings. And, right. I mean, that's that for me, I mean, that was the heart of it right there, man. Well, one time uh, Johnny Cash was playing, and this is like 95 or 96 or something, and he was going to play at a bar here in Phoenix called Graham Central Station. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, and uh, pretty famous country bar. I've heard of it. I, yeah. I was never there. I oh, of course, no, it. yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I went, we got to go. And so we went, and it was packed, and it was people my age, people older than me, people who looked like they were, you know, not even 20 yet. The Arizona Wildflowers. <laughs> it looked like the Arizona Wildflowers. But anyway, Johnny Cash came out, and I, I can't believe he was just he was just as Johnny Cash as you could be. He walked out and did all of his songs and sounded exactly like you'd expect him to sound. I, I consider that one of those great moments where, uh, you know, I got to see this legend up close and personal. And the funniest part was he came out after about the third song. He goes, Hi, I'm Johnny Cash. He said, I'm, I'm sorry if you can't hear my guitar. My, my hearing aid's not working tonight. <laughs> Just blew it for me. Oh. Yeah. It sounded oh. good to me. Oh, Johnny, Johnny. Now, we are well, taking home improvement calls, and, and we do have a number of questions. Show. Yeah. What's, but what's i got to know what this UPS thing is. Oh, and, oh, and yeah. What's your, and, what, and, then, and then I want to know what your last home improvement project oh, God, was. okay. I've the got UPS a, story. The UPS story. So um, it, it was the Tim and Willie show for a lot of years, and then we started our own network for a time, and then, uh, and then we decided to fold that up. I, uh, Willie went on to live in Prescott, and I decided I was going to go find my, a job by myself. And then I couldn't. I couldn't find one on the radio. So I kind of put all my money into the, the Tim and Willie network, and uh, my bills were asking to be paid, as they do. Uh, so I kind of had to do anything and everything to survive for a while. I worked at Amazon. I drove for Uber. I worked for a charity and went to Africa for a little while. But wow. at one point, I took a job working for UPS, and I was uh, one of their seasonal drivers. And I was fascinated by how they take somebody off the street like me. They train you up, and they have a world-class training center right here in Phoenix. And within a couple of weeks, I was I was driving the big brown truck, delivering packages in my brown uniform. And uh, fascinating company, and uh, it was a really it was a great job because I like driving and talking to people. You get to do both as a UPS driver and. While I was doing that is when KNIX called me back and said, hey, we, we think we might like you back on I'll our morning gone. show. And, I bet uh, people were blown away when they opened the door. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, didn't, I got recognized just a couple of times, but uh, it was, uh, I don't know, all of it I went through. Like I, I, I look back and I tell people, I wouldn't have prescribed it for myself, but it was good. It was kind of humbling to go through all of that. And there was a day I was trying to make it to Amazon, and I was stuck in traffic on the I-17, and I wasn't sure I was going to make it to sign in in time. And I kind of, I kind of was listening to the radio and thought, man, this is the other side of what I've been doing my whole adult <laughs> life. I get it, and it was a real kind of an epiphany for me. It, 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 it kind of recalibrated my perspective and my outlook. And you know, I'm I'm so grateful to get to uh, be back on the radio and and doing what I love and not uh, breaking my back every day, well, slinging packages. Was a part of the UPS training racing Dale Jarrett out of PIR? <laughs> no, but they have they have I, the coolest little training center at 31st and Thomas where they've got a little mini town where you drive the truck and you're timed on different situations on how to get the packages out there. It's a very mechanized and uh, well-thought-out uh, company in, in terms of how to be efficient. So I was very impressed. Uh, Loved Dale, it. Dale Jarrett, the UPS um, yeah, NASCAR a, driver. Yeah. Oh, man. And, and he, the, the commercials were always race the truck. Dude. Yeah. Race the truck. That would have been funny. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, Tim, welcome back on air. Well, Thank thanks you. for stopping by the Hoot Nanny today. I want Going to, know to pick his home out. Improvement project. Yeah, I got to tell you about my most recent home improvement wreck, uh, wow. project. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you know, they play so many instruments. I asked their mom if they ever, and the girls, do you ever argue over who gets to play what? And they said, no, but now I have a new question. Have you guys ever clobbered each other? You are so close together. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone ever get stabbed yeah. by a fiddle? <laughs> a bow? Huh. That mandolin sounded great right now. That was beautiful. That it all sounded great. If that doesn't get you to where you want to kick up your heels, I don't know what would. That's music performed live by the Arizona Wildflowers, a family of musicians in the band. And I have to ask the mom, watching this, um, you know, every time they've played, uh, uh, they've changed instruments. Uh, they're all string instruments. What's your string bill for your instruments? <laughs> I bet. Forty bucks a set. That's a couple hundred dollars of strings right there. <laughs> well, thanks for being out here live. They're performing for two hours a little bit later today at eleven o'clock. They'll start and take the stage. And we talked about it going into the break, Tim. Yes. What's your home improvement project? Well, we've, before we've we got go people there, on the edge of their seats here. See, I I can I can take the show in your direction. Down <laughs> this rabbit now. trail, down that rabbit trail. And we were talking about your love of music. Yeah. And then you watch these young ladies with their instruments. Do you play an instrument? I play a little bit of guitar. You do? Yeah. And I worked with Willie for many years who played everything like a virtuoso. Yeah. And uh, so we had a band for a little while. And I... You know, I could I could probably hold my own with a few. Uh, if they go uh, three chords in the truth, I can I can hang with you. Okay, but, uh, all right. I told people in our band, Willie was the musician. I was just there for my looks. So okay. that's okay. why we didn't get a whole lot of gigs. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no, that that's incredible. Like I to see people play live like that is just incredible. They're 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 uh, they're fun to watch, and they're going to be fun to watch grow up and become stars. I think that's that's I, poetry in motion. Really. Amen. I got a music question for you. Then I'll get back to it now. Okay. Generally speaking. Um, if I turn something on, I just put on my Waylon Jennings box set and just let it go on repeat. That'll do. And every now and then I'll, I find somebody else I like and I'll stay on them for a while, like Hayes Carl for a while, Ryan okay. Bingham. You know who I've been stuck on lately is the Turnpike Troubadours. Have you oh, found yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're cool. Oh, man. They are, uh, yeah, the uh, Turnpike Troubadours. They're kind of that alt-Americana uh, kind of country. But... And it, it changes up constantly. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes the fiddle will take lead. Sometimes the banjo will take lead. They've got a set where the drummer takes lead, and it's constantly changing. It almost feels like as you're listening to it, they're kind of just making it up as they go. It feels like, like jazz, yeah. It's so well put together. I've they've been on repeat i think i've got four albums now and they've been on repeat for about two years well it's good man it's all good i like it like i said it's food to me i like it all i eat it all all right let's talk about your latest home improvement project at your house before we get back to some of these the, other questions did i hear the word disaster yeah it's i'm i'm uh you know not well equipped i need i need shows like the rosie show this almost feels like a dr phil intervention to me right now <laughs> Uh, my motto when it comes to home improvement is uh, measure twice, cut once, and then go back to Home Depot and get another piece of wood. <laughs> but I have to tell you, that I, I think this counts because it wasn't technically a home improvement, but uh, sometime last year we have this grandbaby, and my wife said she loves to play in a play kitchen, so we could go buy her a play school play kitchen at whatever. Or I saw this thing on 
Oh, Pinterest. Yeah. Pinterest. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. You can buy like a used nightstand at Goodwill, and then you convert that into a little a little stove range top, you know, thing. Or you can buy another nightstand and make it into a little refrigerator. Why don't we do that? And I'm like, good idea. That'll save us a lot of money. I swear to God, we could have bought five of these kitchens from Play School by the time I finished. With, and, and with what happened, real appliances. Yeah, and she says, could you just, if you just sand these things down, sand the paint off them or the finish, I'll go ahead and take it from there. That's the biggest laugh in the whole thing because once I took the sander out and started sanding, Man, my you know my had to finish it took over. I'm I'm the son of an uh, aeronautical engineer, and next thing you know, I had to over engineer it. So yeah, we built that. I I got to show you the pictures. They were pretty cool by the time they were done, but they were so overdone. A little, little bit pricey. Like I said, we probably spent nearly a thousand dollars by the time we finished the refrigerator, the sink, and the oven for her. So well, the, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Just saying the word finished. Yeah. I mean that's the. That's what we get from the show a lot is the project started two years ago. Hmm. What do we got to do just to push it over, just yep. to get it done? Get her done. We yeah. get we get a lot of those. It was good, though, too, because uh, when we sold our big house and downsized, I'd kind of sold all my tools and my saws and all my powered this and that's, and uh, it was good. To, I went back out and bought a few of those things. It's great. It's just a great feeling to cut wood again. Quite a oh, yeah quite a difference in tools yeah oh man. from what we had a few years ago i got a i didn't i had a when i started building my house in 04 i brought a brand new 18 volt dewalt yeah and at that time the batteries were two or three pounds a big old honking thing and i recently bought a 20 volt dewalt Whoa. the batteries a third the size yeah. as the older one half the weight Half the size Last and twice water. as strong. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. No, I've got to, right now in my house, I've got to tear out the master shower and kind of rework it a little bit. And that that's one I will. That's my best tool right now. I have a 20-volt power check rider because that's the one <laughs> I leave to the professional. I was going to say, if you're doing demo, the, the, gonna, has, not a lot's changed in the sledgehammer world. The sledgehammer, I can do the demo all day long, but, man, put that thing back together, I'm going to leave that to the You pros. can do a lot with a sledge and a wonder bar. No kidding, yeah. Man, well, you know, one of the things, that, the another thing that we get questions a lot, particularly now with the big bills on the utilities coming up in the summer is we've got Jana writing from Tucson. She says, I've got a slump block home built in the 70s. And back in the 70s, you know, we were paying about two and a half cents, three cents a kilowatt. And now we're could be as high as 24 cents a kilowatt. So back then, it didn't pay to put in a lot of insulation. You built the slump block wall, you threw up your uh, furring strips, and then you just put tin foil on the back of your sheetrock, slammed it up, painted it, and you're good to go. Well, now she says, look, by 3 o'clock in the afternoon, my house is so hot, I have to go outside to cool off. Huh. And I, I want to tell Jana, there is technology to help you. We can actually, back in the 70s, slump lock is hollow, and we used to pour this granular material called vermiculite down in that and that's what we called insulation well now you can drill a hole at the bottom of each cell evacuate that vermiculite and actually inject foam insulation and 
you're you will feel your house cool off as they're injecting the foam and it will give you a thermal coefficient that makes the house much more efficient be much easier to cool much quieter house much cleaner house and fewer pests and bugs it's a win-win-win all the way around and it's not horribly expensive so take a look at foam injecting the sump block wall and we would have you call a company by the name of Thermal Advantage. There are several companies that do it, but we would tell you that Thermal Advantage would be the one that's Rosie certified that will give you the best performing product for the best price. I have a question about uh, energy efficiency because after uh, months of getting letters from APS, not the monthly newsletter from APS that yes. says, you know, they compare you, they show you how much power you use as compared to your neighbors. And I got to say, I'm a little ashamed that I use more. I yeah. grew up. Okay. What? I, I've i been to Palo Verde Nuclear Power Plant. And oh, I've cool, got right? A lot that's of respect why you for have what that they third do. Eye. Yeah, I yeah, wonder yeah, where right. you got that thing. Well, that's why the back of his head glows. <laughs> but I don't believe those newsletters. Okay. Because really? when. <laughs> that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> I went from the lowest using. Uh, energy person on the street Mm -hmm. to the highest using energy person on the street in a month i wasn't even home (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and and everything was turned off well it's funny you mention that because my um my hvac unit uh gave up the ghost this year and so for from uh mid-december through i don't know the end of february we didn't do anything yeah we we don't ever turn on the heat and so you could survive very comfortably here yeah um and my power usage did not go down that much, so I wondered about that. Now, However, if you took your bill out to the street with the rest of your neighbors with that newsletter and say, all right, let's compare this, yeah, I think the bills everyone's hand would tell a different story than the newsletter that well, compares maybe they you all to get the newsletter. your, quote, neighbors. Right. Well, well here's my question. And the real secret, if you're a true conservationist and you want to be the lowest in the neighborhood, just move in next to a meth lab. <laughs> is that it? Well, I have to find those. In my, actually, okay, now I know where I'm going. Um, so, but but I, I've been um, going through this uh, thinking process of about changing out all the light bulbs to the LED lights. Is that a good idea, or is that just a, a false notion? No, no, they they do use a lot less power, but your return on investment is going to be protracted out there quite a ways. So it isn't the, it's not the low-hanging fruit. The low-hanging fruit, Tim, is do an analysis and make sure you're on the right energy plan. Okay. 80% of the utility users are on the wrong plan. And if they will just modify their plan to an on-peak, off-peak time of day usage and moderate how they buy electricity, we can get your total kilowatt price down to under 10 cents. Mm. And most people, if you look at your total bill and divide it by total kilowatts, they're running between 15 and 20. We can cut your bill in half, and you don't have to spend one penny. I like that. Just get on the right plan. And, and is that something you, you reach out to your power provider for? Just or make you, a phone call. Okay. All right. I'm going to do that. But, you know, and we can do... We can do an analysis for you of which plan you should be on just by taking a look at how long you've been in the house, look at your prior uh, consumption bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do an analysis of your BTU load, and we do a quick whole house energy audit, and then we just tell you, look, 
here are the things you have to do to get down to under 12 cents is pretty easy. Under 10 cents is doable. That's better. Well, I grew up here in the Phoenix area. I grew up in Scottsdale. We had a house with no air conditioning, just a swap yeah, cooler. Yeah, yeah. So I do like to keep it cool during the summer. I yeah. <laughs> kind of love my air conditioning. And air conditioning now is cheaper yeah. than a VAP cooling. True. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I've heard. So, yeah. wow. Okay. Good. Glad I stopped by today. Yeah, I'm glad you stopped by too. <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah. I think Gary's got something a little set up he had yeah, for you. Yeah, Uh-oh. well, you know, I ran the board for Tim and Willie uh, quite a few times, but Tim found something from a, a, a long, long time ago. It was uh, the first car dealer remote in Arizona. This predated <laughs> Sanderson Ford, and it features a well-known Arizona Broadcaster Hall of Famer, and it went something like this. A legend. Stephen Martin, I'm down here signing autographs and taking a look at this new thing. It's it's a new invention called the automobile. You're also going to have some personal appearances by some ho hokums, and you can bring on by your toys for the Wyatt Earp Police Toy Drive if you want to drop those off. We'll be out here, uh, I'd say, just for a couple more hours signing autographs. This is W. Stephen Martin. <laughs> oh, isn't that hilarious? W. Stephen oh. Martin, of course, was a legend on KNIX oh. long before Tim and Willie. And you know what else is we're celebrating now? We actually hit it last year, our 50th anniversary. Sanderson's been here for 64 years. Wow. KNIX has been here for 50 years. W. Stephen was a huge part of that. And um, so we just announced this week we're doing a big birthday bash to celebrate that that landmark. And uh, it's going to be July 15th at Comerica. Tim McGraw is going to be there and a whole bunch of others. So uh, W. Stephen, man, that's so great. He, he said the Wyatt Earp Police Toy Drive because W. did all the police toy drives for the DPS yes. and for all those agencies. What a great guy. A story I was going to pass over because we didn't get it covered in the 7 o'clock hour uh, relates to the Grand Canyon. And I brought in a book, and Tim actually has referenced it like three times. And <laughs> the stories that we keep pulling out of it, so I'm like, you know, what the heck? We'll throw it in here. It's our open form hour here at the 9 o'clock hour of Rosie on the House. And uh, it's Death in the Grand Canyon. When this book was printed in 2002, I don't know if they've updated it because even this one says updated and revised. Yeah. Well, they've got to update and revise because this print had 52 that accidental falls over the edge, and we're up to 64 now. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I Three uh, this year. Chaperoned my kid's sixth grade trip to the canyon, and the, the school said, you got to read this book before you go. And I thought that was a little morbid, Death in the Canyon. It chronicles though all the ways people have died. Most of them are. Being over stupid. The edge. Yeah, but uh, it was so and so climbed over the barrier to take a picture. So and so ignored the warning signs. So and so climbed up on the wall right. to take a picture. One and guy even t- two funny ones on the picture. One guy he was set up the camera, and then he went to get in front of the camera to take a picture of himself. This was in the forties before they had selfies. Sure. And as, as he's backing up to step in the frame, he. Backed himself all the way off the edge. Did he get the picture though? I no. <laughs> His but last picture. The one was... that did get the picture was in the eighties. A guy handed a camera to another couple and said, "Would you take a picture of me?" And he fell off at the time they took the picture. So they actually captured his final descent into the canyon and people falling from three hundred to a thousand feet. Yeah, it was buried. It's uh, it's a treacherous place if you don't uh, go in with a healthy respect for it. And the reason the, that the all fall, came up. <laughs> the fall never kills you. No. no. <laughs> it's just the landing. Good point. <laughs> uh, 
But the reason I actually pulled that out is because uh, you can get in today for free. In fact, all of Ari- <laughs> all the national parks are free today. We've got 22 in the state of Arizona. It's very interesting when you look at the parks map. The National Park Service, they've got northern Arizona and southern Arizona, but only one in central Arizona at Montezuma's Castle. That's right. You look at the Arizona State Parks, and they've got the middle, like from Havasu huh. over, and they've got some scattered north yeah. and south, but... Very north and very south, it's national parks, and the majority of the state parks are in the central area. But all all 22 national parks are free today, so that's something you can uh, – way, one way you can break a new Sanderson Ford vehicle from uh, – just, that you picked up today from the Hootenanny Just sale. be careful with the selfies. The selfies can kill you. Well, I was busy with Mr. Kimberly, and he said you know, the wildlife zoo out there where the woman was attacked by the was yeah. a cougar, but she had stepped over a barrier to take a selfie. And he actually said that their business has gone up by 25% out there, and really? they've sold more of their stuffed Cougars. Jaguar. Jaguar since then. So, <laughs> so the did the woman thing. that take the selfie get a portion of any of those proceeds? She got, she got, she got royalties. Well, hopefully she learned you stay on the right side of the barrier. She gets to keep her arm, right? <laughs> yeah. Com- she gets some common sense. We live in a funny world right now, don't we? <laughs> Gosh. I love it. Uh, it's Rosie on the House with you every Saturday morning. We've got our 10 o'clock hour. We d- dive deep into one specific topic and our today it's going to be a conversation on quartz versus granite when we're selecting countertops and butcher block and you do have a butcher block uh specialist lined up that's what y'all have on on your center island and it was butcher block before that if i remember right yeah you replaced it i think that one was after i left so it's under what is about 18 years old that butcher block it is still gorgeous it was tile when we moved in and when we remodeled the kitchen we went all butcher block but the butcher block you have now isn't the one i helped you put in no because that one cracked so many heads with the corners now we have beveled (laughs) edges certain age everybody had these scars across the top of their head there was was blood on every outside corner of that one Speaking of another book here, (laughs) Death Death, at the Corner. Death death in the Romero Kitchen. (laughs) Kids running around 80 miles an hour, chasing dogs and each other and running into that countertop. One more hour of Rosie on the House and one more hour to the Arizona Wildflowers take the stage for two hours performing here live at the Sanderson Ford Hootenanny Sale and free hot dogs.